Amen. 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 Oh, are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Oh, then let me hear a shout. Hallelujah. I'm excited to see every one of you. So, like our minister said, just look around and wave at somebody. So, you're looking fresh this morning. Yeah, you're looking too, too, too sumptuous this morning. I didn't say you should eat the person up. Amen. Oh, give us a smile. Hallelujah. Boss, give me a smile a face mask. I want to see that smile under your face mask. Amen. Put your hands to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you this morning on behalf of the leadership of Harvest Cathedral. I stand on behalf of the, the presiding bishop of Gospel Light International Church, our bishop, Matthew Diamonds, and the wife, who have tires, tirelessly worked hard in propagating the gospel of Christ and that has brought almost every one of us here so far. Amen. Somehow we have been impacted, we have been influenced by their ministry and that is the reason why we are sitting down this morning. I also want to thank the um, Bishop Henry Dodoamu and I want to thank the lovely wife who is my boss. Amen. And I thank them for their lives and their commitment. And I also want to thank the angel of the house, our Reverend James Dodoamu for giving me the pulpit. Hallelujah. To preach the word of the Lord. Amen. Tell somebody this is where we are in the new beginning. Amen. There is a reason for everything that happens. Do you believe that? There is a reason for the coming of COVID. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you that the Lord is just placing you on a new platform for a new thing. Hallelujah. So it is the beginning of a new thing in your life. God is giving us another chance to redress our steps. Amen. God is giving you another chance. You see, COVID has proved everything wrong. Every human system has been made rubbish. Hallelujah. Everything man has built over the years, COVID has just brought it to nonsense. But one thing that stands is that the word of God has not changed. Hallelujah. Theories have changed. They have crumbled. But the word of God remains the same. Amen. There are people before COVID, they, were, they had jobs. They were riding cars. But today, they can't go back to work. Hallelujah. Amen. So I say it as a new beginning. God is giving us the opportunity to redress. With all their restrictions, the word of God, the gospel was moving even faster than they were restricted. Amen. The more they tried to hold it, the more avenues the Lord opened for his gospel to move out. How many of you knew Zoom before COVID? How many? Amen. Hallelujah. There are a lot. And I came to announce to you this morning. Amen. That this is a new beginning for you. Sit down and think. And I want you to realize that God is saying, 
Let the past be the past. Identify who you are. And I want to tell you who you are. You are a child of God. You have been called for a reason. And the Lord is saying, go about and do what I have called you to do. The reason for your creation. The reason for your existence. Amen. And it is my belief that the spirit of the Lord will infill you even in this new beginning, that you will walk not according to your con the things you know in the past, but you will be led by the Spirit of God to do the things that will please God and the things that will bring you to the position where God will always see you and call you, you my worthy servant, in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout an amen this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we give you praise and we thank you. You are the bishop of our soul. Come and take your place. May your word this morning, may it rejuvenate us. May it give us life. Even for every task that is ahead of us. We take charge and we take control. We cancel every activity of the enemy. We take hold of the souls and the mind of your children this morning. Anything, oh God, any voice that is speaking this morning against your will and against your purpose. We counsel and we abort their plans in the name of Jesus. May we rise up here knowing indeed we have come before our Father. And all glory be accorded unto your name in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I want to teach you one principle of faith. Turn with me to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. I'll start reading from verse 17. In this new beginning, whenever you're coming to church, make sure you come with your writing material. Hallelujah. Buy yourself a Bible. That is life. Amen. Amen. There are people that took all the measures, stocked their house, but they are no more today. COVID took them away. Hallelujah. The book, the Bible is life. It says from 17. Let's read from 17, please. Look at the word of God. It says, as it is written, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which not as though they were. Wow. The next one, 18. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to which was spoken. So shall they see thy seed be. 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that he had promised, that he had promised, he was able also to perform. Therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. The Bible is talking about who? Abraham. Amen. Amen. 
It says, as it was written. The Lord told him that he was going to make him father of all nations. Amen. It says, as I am writing. No, as it was written. Hallelujah. That I will make you. He believed the word of God. Even though everything around him didn't show signs. But he believed. He believed. He believed. And it was counted unto him what? Righteousness. Righteousness is what? Someone who is right before God. Simple definition. He believed. This morning, you know, I could imagine... I I am picking this key from somewhere. I could imagine that at his age, and the Lord says to him, that Abraham, Abraham, I am making you, I am changing your name from Abraham to what? Abraham. He believed. I will make you father of many nations. He believed. At 100 years old. And when you read Genesis chapter 16, where this generated, before then the Lord said, I, your God, that you will walk before me and I will make you perfect. He believed. In chapter 15, Genesis, the wife did not, or 16, the wife Sarai did not believe. What did she do? She went her own way. That wasn't the word of the Lord. The Lord said he moved his name from Abraham to Abraham. You know one of the biggest problems, and that's the principle I'm going to teach you this morning, is that we believe, but we don't proclaim. We don't confess it. We see things written, we read the Bible, it is written, but we don't believe what is written. Because if you believe, you confess what you believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can imagine Abraham going home. And the wife said, Abraham. I said, don't call me Abraham. My name is now Abraham. I am the father of many nations. Amen. I wonder the kind of impression. Hallelujah. That you're walking right now and your wife or your brother sees you and calls you Asari. I say, hey, don't call me Asari. Call me Rich Asari. Because the law says that. He's going to bless, he has blessed me. Not that he's going to bless me. He has blessed me with wealth. That is my name. And that is one of the problems this day. And I want is a principle of faith. You just don't believe. You confess what you believe. You proclaim what you believe. You announce what you believe. Amen. That is when it begins to happen. Hallelujah. If you don't confess it, it will not show forth. If you don't declare it, it will not show forth. If you don't proclaim it, it will not show forth. Because he who is speaking and promising, he who has spoken, his credentials are intact. Hallelujah. Bible says it's not man that he will lie. His credentials are intact. When you want to talk about miracles, he was the same man, the same God that told Moses when they got to a place, 
They didn't know what to do. By their sides were heavy mountains. Behind them was a big river. I mean, behind them was the army of Pharaoh. In front of them was a very mighty sea. And it's the same Lord that said, turn around and do what? Move forward. The day he believed and took the step, the Bible said, the sea parted. The man I am talking about, the God I am talking needs no to prove his credentials to you. So when he says, you must believe it. And not just believe. The trick is that you must confess what you believe. You must proclaim what you believe. You must announce what you believe. If God says that I am healed, listen, where I read, he said, it is written. That means it has been done. It is written that I am healed. Confess that I am healed. It is written that I shall bear forth. Confess I am going to bear forth. It is written that my husband is here. I am going to get married this year. Confess it. Hallelujah. When you read John 20, 24 and 29, I want to show you something. John 20, 24 and 29. The Bible says there was one of the 12 called Thomas. Called one, but Thomas, one of the 12, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciple therefore said unto him, we have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, except I shall see. <laughs> In his hands, the print of the nails, unless I see. Now yes, this man, I can see the sign. Christ had written, reason. Put my finger into the prints of the nails and thrust my hand into his sides. I will not believe. He was one of the twelve. We want to see before we believe. He says, I will not believe. Eight days, he didn't believe. Go ahead, next one. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within. And Thomas with them. Then came Jesus. The doors being shut. And stood in the midst of them. And said, peace be unto you. Go, the next one. Then said he to Thomas, reach, you want to feel, feel it. I am the one. Put your hands, put your hands. Say you want to see before you believe. Touch it. It's me. It's me. Hallelujah. Touch it. And be not faithless, but believing. 28. And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God. You know, it is when the enemy pushes us to do. That is when we remember God. 29. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet they do what? Hey, may you believe. May you proclaim. May you declare. You will not see, but you will believe. And you will speak those words forth into your life. In the name of Jesus. You know when I read this, you know what it told me? It taught me that even when we say negative things, God here. Hallelujah. Jesus was not there when Thomas said it. He was not. Amen. So you walk out and Reverend James tells you, 
this week, the Lord has opened doors unto you. You are walking into some strong financial blessing. Hey, you, and then, <laughs> then you walk out. You say, amen, I believe. Then you walk out and you begin to say negative things. Hey, how am I going to survive? <laughs> things are hard. Negativity. Christ hears you. Hallelujah. And you know what this does? It pains and hurts him. Hallelujah. It hurts him so much. Proclaim the word. Amen. Abraham believed the word of God. The word God spoke to him. If you claim you have accepted Christ, I believe everyone here, we are all born again. Am I right? Are we all born again? We are born again. And Bible says what? Well, when you become a born you become what? A believer. Is it not true? You become. But he, those times, Christ had not come and died though, but he believed. Talk less of you. Who has witnessed the price paid on the cross. An opportunity has been given to you to move from this side to this side, which you have proclaimed and you have declared. And still, already you are a believer for accepting Christ. Hallelujah. Proclaim and this. Amen. You've not seen it, but declare it. You've not seen that job, but he believed. Proclaim, my job is there waiting for me. Hallelujah. When people are struggling now, they are cutting down jobs down. For you sit down and say, I've not seen no, but I know that my promotion is coming. When people are laid off, I am going to be promoted. Hallelujah. I have not seen it. But I know that my expectancy has shown me that that thing is there for me. Amen. Proclaim. We are doing 14 days fasting. It is time to declare. Hallelujah. It is time to believe. It is time. And let me tell you number two. The same thing I'm describing. Another point there is this. It must be consistent. Some of us, we declare right now, we're in the spirit. We're before God. And we're deciding, oh, 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 you shout, you shout. Yes, I believe. Then Pastor Glover is taking you through confession. You are confessing. When you walk out, that is the end of your confession. Amen. It must be something that is consistent with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When we read the account of David. Amen. The Bible says, 1 Samuel 17, there was a young man, 18 years by age, the age of his father. Hallelujah. And the father has sent him and told him, go and give things to your brothers. And the Bible says that when he got there, they were being threatened. Hallelujah. By who? Goliath. Everybody was scared. First Samuel 17, 26. Quickly, please. My time is almost up. I want to tell you what he did. I want to tell you what the words he used. 
First Samuel 17, 26. Are we there? Or oh, it's frozen? And David spoke to the men that stood by him. No, this is before. Go to 25. The Bible said when he came. And he said, the words he used, go to 25. Hallelujah. 24. And all the men, when they saw the man, fled from him. And where we saw, we are so afraid. 25. 25. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man that has come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killed him, the king will enrich him with great riches. And will give him his daughter and make his father house free. 20, 26. And David spoke to them that stood by him, saying, what shall be done to this man that killed the Philistine? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that should defy the armies of Israel? Those were his words. Hallelujah. And the Bible said when he declared it, what did his brothers do? They started shutting him down. One said, hey you, why have you come to bring problems for us? Hallelujah. Keep quiet. What do you know? Come and give us food. And you are talking by heart. What do you know? What did he do? He moved away from his brothers. When you read the account, he went to another group and he continued to declare the same words. And it was based upon his declaration and boasting that they took him before Saul. Amen. Hey, this season, in this new beginning, may you speak consistently about your situation. And as you declare, may helpers begin to locate you. May they begin to push you to places that will bring about that which the Lord has purposed for you in the name of Jesus. Then he came to Saul. And that was when Saul said, can you? And he said, yes. He said, yes, I can. He consistently said it. Because he knows the God he serves. Because he knows it's the same God who stood by him. When the lion attacked the sheep, it was the same God who stood by him. When the bears came and attacked him, it was the same God. Bible says he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same God. And he said, as for this one, I will bring him down. Hey, may your consistent declaration of what the Lord has spoken concerning you, every day as you declare it, may the Lord grant you victory. May the Lord grant you victory in the name of Jesus. David believed and declared and he saw the manifestation. Listen, whatever you say is what you get. Whatever you declare is what you get. I came to encourage you. Never close your mouth in this season. In this new beginning, never close your mouth. Hallelujah. In this new beginning, never, never close your mouth. May you continue. Speak your favor. In the name of Jesus. Every day speak your breakthrough. Every day speak your blessing. Every day speak your, 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 your healing. In the name of Jesus. Never close your mouth. Hallelujah. Abraham believed. And it was counted unto him. Amen. Hallelujah. 
When you read by the, the Bible, Proverbs 18, 20, it says, with the harvest from his lips, he was satisfied. The harvest comes from your lips. Amen. The harvest comes from what? Your lips. If you want to harvest in this season, your lips is the weapon. It says, with the harvest of his lips, he was satisfied. In your new beginning, may the Lord satisfy you. Amen. Proverbs 12, 14, it says, By faithful, by fruitful speech, a man will be filled with good things. By fruitful speech, there are speeches that are fruitful. There are, not, there are some speeches that are wasteful. Amen. Hallelujah. There are wasteful speeches. May you never speak any word that will be wasteful. That will go to waste in the name of Jesus. But may your words be fruitful. It says, by fruitful, from the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied by the yield of his lips. From the things you say. I am filled with the Holy Spirit. You will be filled with the Holy Spirit. I am covered with the blood of Jesus. So Corona can never come near my dwelling. It will not come near your dwelling. My job is secured. Your job will be secured. My children will be mighty and great. Your children will be mighty and great. It says you'll be satisfied. When you, have you eaten to the extent that you're so satisfied that you can't even get up? Out of greed, you eat. Uh, the way you, you, you know, you're, you don't even, you can't do anything. All you do is sleep. Satisfaction brings, am I lying? When you eat banku plenty, the next thing, if you're not careful, your eyes will start dropping. Am I lying? The next thing you sleep. May the Lord satisfy you so much that you will be at rest with yourself in this new beginning. May the Lord bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Rise up. Let us share a word of prayer. I just, I just want you to, to lift up your hands. Close your eyes. I, I, I want you to commit the word. Commit the word. Commit the word before the Lord. Speak to 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 the Lord. From this day forward. I want, I want, the Bible says it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. The word of the Lord says, I am giving you the chance to do things right. From henceforth. It's a new beginning. You are just, just look at yourself that, hey, you are just starting life all over again. It's a new beginning. In this season, in this period, henceforth. You are praying every negativity in thoughts, in utterances. May the Lord take away. Just, just three minutes of prayer. Three minutes of prayer. Three minutes of prayer. Pray. Ask the Lord henceforth. Empower me, Holy Spirit. From henceforth, I will believe and I will declare. And it will be consistent. I will not change my word. I will not change my statement. Empower me, empower me, empower me. Empower me. 
Empower me, my God. Empower me. Empower me. Oh, Jesus. We thank you. We give you praise. Speak to the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise this morning. We walk in this mind. We empower the Lord who will stand out and that your light will shine on us and will be a light even in this season. May your grace abound. May your grace abound. I lift everyone here, O oh God, who has fallen short, O oh God. I am praying that, Lord, may you quicken. Quicken. The Bible says you quickened the dead. Anything that is dead in them, Lord, let there be life. Let there be life. Bible says your words are spirit and they are life. That means your words produce life. Produce life in them right now in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you brought your tithes, anyone who brought his tithes, please come forward with it quickly. <laughs>